The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Tuesday, May 30th. Hope everybody had a fun, safe holiday weekend. Getting into OTA number four here, right? Second OTA practice that media has been allowed to attend. We were out there last week for one day, back out here Tuesday. Going to jump in to what I saw from the Jaguars OTA practice number four. Not a lot we can really dive into that we're allowed to dive into when it comes to scheme or or actual on-field activity, but we'll give you our best shot here. Uh, Cam Robinson was back at practice, was not participating fully, was not doing any of the teamwork, but having him back out there I think is really good for the offensive line group as a whole, and for the young offensive tackles, for Walker Little, for Anton Harrison, being able to lean on Cam Robinson, who is the veteran of the group, I think is huge for the Jaguars, young guys, especially Anton Harrison, who told John Shipley after practice that he has been leaning on Cam Robinson and Walker Little for that matter. So good to hear and see him leaning on the veteran guys as he makes his way into the NFL as a rookie. You know, Jaguars first round pick, going to be starting at right tackle. You want him leaning on the veterans, and it's good for him that Cam Robinson back at practice for the Jaguars. Still no Josh Allen. Not sure why he's not there. Jaguars haven't said anything about why he's not there. It is voluntary OTAs, but Josh Allen, a guy going into his fifth year option on his rookie deal, Maybe he wants some long-term stability with a new contract, but he's been a team captain for a long time. We'll see how this affects what he's able to be as a leader moving forward or if it has any effect at all. And of course, Evan Ingram not at OTAs. Jaguars and Evan Ingram are still trying to work out a long-term extension after his breakout you know, year in 2022 with the Jacksonville Jaguars catching passes from Trevor Lawrence. They're still trying to work that out, so Evan Ingram's not at OTAs. Uh, so no update there on either of those guys, Josh Allen or Evan Ingram. But really good attendance overall, and you did see the new kicker, Brandon McManus. The Jaguars traded away Riley Patterson in order to pick up Brandon McManus last week. McManus brings a ton of experience to the game. He brings a huge leg. Like this guy, the the versatility and the utility that you get from Brandon McManus compared to Riley Patterson simply from the strength of his leg, I don't think can be understated. I know there's a lot of folks that have talked about Riley Patterson was more accurate than Brandon McManus. No, when you look at where Brandon McManus is kicking from, he kicked throughout his nine-year career so far. Over 25% of his kicks have been from 50-plus yards, right? You couldn't see Riley Patterson attempting more than 450 yarders last year. Like This gives you a different type of kicker. And look, he is accurate. From inside of 50, he's a 90% career kicker. So I don't want to hear anything about he's not accurate, right? He is an accurate kicker. Just because he happened to attempt 13 field goals last year of 50 or more yards does not mean that he's not a good kicker because he only made 78% of his kicks last year. No, that's not the case at all. He was really good from inside 50, as he always is, and he attempted way more 50-plus yarders than most kickers do. That's just the way it is. And he was out there today 
uh, to get off my soapbox a little bit. He was out there today, and you did see him nailing some deep kicks. Before practice really got going, he was just warming up. I saw him nail a 64-yarder. I've uh, never seen Riley Patterson do that. Never seen Matthew Wright do that. So for all the people that, that wanted to keep Riley Patterson around, I just don't think you're seeing the picture very clearly, if that's your take, that Riley Patterson should be here instead of Brandon McManus. This is a guy that has playoff experience. He's never missed a kick in the playoffs. Ten made field goals out of ten attempts in the playoffs. He's won a Super Bowl. He's a big game kicker. He's got the leg to get you those 50 to 55 to even 60-yard kicks. He's made 60-plus yarders throughout his career. So I would really caution folks away from trying to slam the addition of Brandon McManus, saying that Riley Patterson was the answer here in Jacksonville. Look, Patterson was accurate down the stretch for the Jaguars last year, but the bottom line is he does not have the leg to consistently kick it out of the end zone, and he does not have the leg to consistently make 50-plus yarders. Brandon McManus has both of those traits. He's an accurate kicker to boot with playoff experience. I think folks should be excited about him. I'm excited about what I saw from him on the practice field today, and what's really crazy is Brandon McManus reached out to the Jaguars about wanting to join this squad, not the other way around. He reached out to Heath Farwell well and they made it happen so I think it's a a guy that wants to be here that kind of shows that the Jaguars culture has improved so much a couple years ago no one was wanting to to come join the Jacksonville Jaguars unless you were just dropping um, massive contracts now you've got players that are actively reaching out trying to get themselves to Jacksonville that's what Brandon McManus did and I'm excited to see what he can do for the Jaguars once the regular season rolls around talking about the regular season Calvin Ridley looks like he's ready for the regular season. The Jaguars, during these practices, they're kind of having to tone him back. You saw it last week. I talked about it after the first OTA practice we were allowed to attend. For a portion of the practice, Calvin Ridley kind of goes off and works on the side, and then he'll come back and and rejoin the team and the rest of the wide receivers. But uh, I think that's simply for his own good. Doug Peterson said as much today. They're just trying to make sure he's not overdoing it out there because he feels like he's ready to go. And he does look ready to go. He's looked incredible. Clearly the most talented receiver on the field both times we've been out there. This is a guy that brings Pro Bowl-type ability to the wide receiver position. He has incredibly quick feet, really plucky hands, great athlete. And I think he's going to be a guy that really helps out the rest of the wide receivers and helps out Tyson Campbell, who you saw him lined up against quite a bit today. You know, those two going one-on-one in practice is going to be good for both of them. Iron sharpens iron, no doubt about it. But Calvin Ridley just continues to impress. Um, Can't wait to see what he can do for the Jaguars. Kevin Austin, still looking good. Speaking of wide receiver, everybody was so hyped for him last year, you know, thinking that he was going to be the undrafted free agent who would be able to make the final roster. But Kevin Austin struggled with his hands last year, struggled consistently with his hands throughout OTAs, rookie minicamp, and uh, and training camp, of course. Did not make the 53-man roster, did make the practice squad. He has not been letting the ball hit the ground so far. Again, we're not padded practices this is just helmets and shorts you know so you want to see that continue once the pads actually come on in training camp but right now Kevin Austin is playing a lot better than he did last year at this time and I think a guy with his type of athleticism his type of skill set if he can just put it together with his hands which it looks like he is so far this spring and summer he'll have a shot in this league to to eventually make a roster Maybe not this year, maybe not in Jacksonville, but if he continues playing the way he is right now, I think he'll eventually get his shot. And Zay Jones, speaking of receivers, 
play him well. He had a heck of a day catching some deep passes down the field from Trevor Lawrence. Whether it was just in team drills with just the offense going on air or against the defense in 7-on-7, 11-on-11, you saw Zay Jones getting deep and catching some passes. And uh, I think that might be one of his primary roles now moving forward because you have Calvin Ridley, who's going to be more of your ex-receiver. Zay Jones did a good bit of that last year for the Jaguars. I think you're going to now see him being used to open up the field a little bit more. And he did catch some deep passes for the Jags last year. I would expect that to continue into 2023 and maybe that role even be expanded for Zay Jones as Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk do more of the work underneath and, and catching those short to intermediate passes for the Jags in 2023. We'll see how it all plays out, but that's going to do it here for this OTA recap. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Hit the like and subscribe button on YouTube. Also hit the notification bell so you don't miss a show. Really appreciate y'all for tuning in. Have a good one, Duval.